0: CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential with your host, Dr. Dina. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host,
1: Dr. Dina. Thanks so much for joining us today. We have an awesome guest. As always, you know, I try to bring in some interesting people. Well, today we have a really cool guest and I'm going to tell you a little bit of a background on him and at least how I met him. So at The Collective, we, uh, loved listening to music and one of the favorite songs for the last few years was a song called all gold everything and it's sung by an artist named trinidad james and we love this song and it's become like the oz song that everyone dances to when they're in a really good mood i'm sure you guys all have like a funny song that you sing with your friends and that's like what gets you in the mood to go out well that was our song and one day we get a phone call from a friend of ours and said, hey, I'm hanging out with Trinidad James I want to give him a tour of the collective. And I said, bring him on by. So next thing you know, we have Trinidad over there. Everyone was so excited. And... It's so interesting because when you watch a music video, you have a certain impression of the artist and who they are. And when I met Trinidad in person, I was completely blown away by what a kind, sweet, intelligent person he is. And he actually reminds me a lot of my friend 2 chains just really smart and has a great heart and is not all about what you think he's about. We had a great talk. We hung out for a while. I gave him a tour of the collective and he left. And a few hours later, I had plans to go see a concert. Uh, it was a 2 chain's concert and it happened to be on my birthday or my birthday was the next day, but it was a- technically still my birthday weekend. And so we went to this concert and we were backstage and one of 2 chains uh, security guards asked me to stand in a certain spot backstage. And what I didn't realize was when the curtain opened, he was going to push me out on stage while 2 Chainz sang, it's your birthday song. And so I'm standing there trying to figure out why I'm standing there and the curtain opens and Trinidad James walks off stage and is now standing in front of me. I'm going, wait a second. I just met you a couple hours ago. And it was almost like some sort of fate out there ever since the day we met. It was meant to be and so we've continued to be friends and he called me a few months back and said he was going to film a music video and he would love to film it at the store and I said, of course. Um, so he came out and he filmed it and I ended up being in the music video and it is so awesome and the video is called Palm Trees. You guys have to check it out. We're going to play you a little bit of the song in a little bit. But what I find so fascinating about hip-hop and cannabis is that they blend together. They hold hands. They walk in the park together. And there's a reason why we are like peanut butter and jelly because hip-hop – And cannabis, the reason why they work so well together is because the people that are listening, which is the youth, have embraced the fact that the cannabis plant is not this evil, horrible plant that we've been taught in the past. And so the message has been brought out and it started – one of the most interesting things that I read is what does Bob Dylan, Three Six Mafia, Toby Keith, Snoop Dogg, Trinidad James, and the Grateful Dead have in common? Well, they've all used cannabis as a platform in their music. And it's really very interesting that back when I I was in high school in the early 90s, we didn't really hear that much about weed. Um, until Dr. Dre came out with the chronic. And after that, it became – it's almost like it desensitized you. You realized it wasn't so bad and so scary and it really spoke to the people. And so it's also inspired music. And I have a lot of friends who I can't mention who are patients who use cannabis for medicinal reasons. And they all tell me that they give me credit for their Grammys because I've inspired uh, a certain – type a beat or you know them to write a song and i think that's really quite interesting because we've been fighting stereotypes for how many years about you know and it's funny for me to say this because here i am um a white jewish woman from the san fernando valley in los angeles living a very sheltered life but i have probably more friends you know from, from the hood than most white Jewish girls that I know and I, I like to keep it real because my friends, I don't see color when I look at someone. I don't care if you're black, you're white, you're brown, you're yellow. As long as you're cool and you have a good heart, like we're going to get along great. So it's been really interesting that when I look at the fact that hip hop brought so many different cultures together, whether you are white, black, yellow, brown, or purple, you're going to be at all these different concerts. When I went to a two chains concert, I looked around and I'm like, there's so many white people here. This is so different from, you know, what I would have expected. And it's showing that the culture has blended, that the youth wants to see us all as one color and and equality. We want that. And it it goes very much hand in hand with gay marriage and with cannabis. People realize, you know what, why are we judging? You know, let's just stop judging everyone for how they look or how they act. Let's just be one and be happy. And Trinidad really embodies that energy of just love and, and spreading love around in positive energy. So I would like to introduce my guest, Trinidad James. One of my favorite artists. I'm so excited to have you on today. Hello.
2: Hello.
1: How are you? I'm great. What about you? Good. I'm fabulous. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me.
2: Thanks for having me on the show.
1: So I want to talk to you about, you know, our listeners don't know, but you were born in Trinidad and then you moved to Atlanta. You were raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and now you just moved to Los Angeles, which I'm super excited about because now I have another friend in town. And what is the difference that you notice from your major move from Atlanta to L.A.?
2: Um, Just the natural vibe and people in general, you know what I'm saying? Like um, just how serious people take things and just the connection that you can have with so many different people through cannabis. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just crazy, you know, like a a one smoke session. You never know who could lead to you guys working on business together. You know, it's just there's just so many opportunities to do bigger things in the entertainment world here in L.A.
1: Well, I love that. Well, what about the difference between the acceptance of cannabis?
2: Well, I mean, that definitely is the number one biggest difference. You know, I mean, in California, the people are not worried about marijuana. In Alabama, you go to jail for marijuana. So it's two completely different worlds. You know what I'm saying? I like, could smoke in my car if I wanted to, and L.A. would Really not no worries at all, whatever. but in Atlanta, it's not the same at all.
1: Well, number one, don't smoke in your car. That's still driving under the influence, so they will charge you for that one. But out of the car, you're okay. <laughs> yes. Got to make sure you got the right info. So mm-hmm. I don't want you getting pulled over in L.A. But it's it's really I mean, interesting. I don't want to get pulled over regardless. Yeah, I don't want to
2: get pulled over regardless.
1: No one wants to get pulled over. So I, I have a lot of friends from Atlanta, and what I love is seeing their face the first time, like, they get their doctor's note or the first time they go to a dispensary. And it's like, ah, freedom. And it's so awesome. And <laughs> no, I, think- it's, I mean, is an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing just
2: in general. I mean, to be able to take that weed card takes that stress off your mind when it comes to, you know, just doing something that is not that deep because even the government wants a part of it now. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's, it's not as deep as they've made it for so many years, put people in jail, took them away from their families years after year after year, or now that they want a part of it because they realize that, oh, this is, this is a great business. This is not that bad after all. You that's know what I'm right. saying? It's crazy. It's
1: crazy. It, it, it is crazy. And that's why I still point out to people that there are, several, I mean, hundreds and thousands of people in jail locked up right now for cannabis for the same plant that we all enjoy and use, you know, either recreationally in in legal states or we use medicinally in medicinal states or people actually use for medicinal recreational reasons for states that it is not legal in. But they would rather take that risk because the rewards are so great with cannabis. And if you've ever had an ailment that the doctor prescribed major pharmaceutical pills like morphine and, you know, just terrible pills you would know that you can function so much better with cannabis and still get great relief from your issue um we're gonna have to run to break real fast but when we come back we're gonna be joined with trinidad james and we are going to play my new favorite song palm
0: trees so stay with
1: us we'll be right
0: back cannabis confidential with dr dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors
1: MJWellness.com,
0: the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies
1: and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on MJWellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today.
3: Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The State of Cannabis.
0: Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Yo, 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 it's your boy, TJ. Trinidad James,
2: you're listening to Dr. Dina on Cannabis Confidential. LA, what up?
1: All right. We're back with Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host, Dr. Dina. We have an awesome guest, Trinidad James, our very first (laughs) (laughs) real celebrity on Cannabis Radio. This is super freaking cool. Um, So, Trinidad, I'm going to make you my weed warrior of the week. And that's a really Mm. important title. Let me explain why.
2: Yes, it is.
1: Because you have embraced the cannabis industry. You understand the importance of what we all do and the fight that we have on our hands. And you know firsthand that people are still getting arrested and going to jail and you want to do something. And for everyone listening at home and you might have listened to my other shows and heard me rant and rave about what an awesome job we did at Chalice Festival and we raised all this money for people that are spending life in prison for nonviolent victimless marijuana crimes and Trinidad actually joined us at chalice to check it out and it was just so awesome to have you there and people were so excited to see you supporting our industry and it's so important to see people who are mainstream who are out there that people you know adore and look up to actually taking time out of their busy schedule to like give props to what we do so thank you so much and tell me all about your experience at chalice
2: uh, that was my first cup ever attending anything dealing with cannabis, like, event. That was my first one ever going to. So that was definitely a big deal for me. Um, I, I was happy that I went to Chalice instead of just going to, like, a high-times cannabis cup, like, right off the muscle. Because Chalice, wh- what a lot of people might not know, it's kind of like it's a glass show. So it's, it's a lot more artsy, which is kind of a uh, lot bigger in my view or whatever. So it's not just... Oh man, just come smoke a bunch of joints. Now you actually get to it's a lot of science into it. Or whatever, you know, it's it's way more interesting than a lot of people might think who look down for say on what we enjoy. You know, it's is um really the vibe is always wonderful. But I mean Stoner's vibes in general are just great because, you know, we're not mad about anything. We're happy, we're positive. But it was definitely great, the food was amazing. It was so many different Regular good foods and edible good foods, the edible popcorn was crazy um so many different strands, so many different shatters. I mean, you guys had a wonderful setup. The cop car was hilarious that <laughs> what I realized actually that that cop car was the same cop car used in one of my videos.
1: no way.
2: And the same cop. That guy is like a ongoing That's so funny. Cop. Yeah, no,
1: he's he's actually a retired police officer who's now an actor, and he loves his job, and he gets booked doing so many cool events. That's actually how I met yeah. him was another friend of mine was using him in a music video.
2: Yeah, he's the Cotton and car man.
1: And uh, I think that's just so funny how Hollywood is now, like, you know, dipping in and mixing in with uh, the cannabis industry because so many people thought that cop car was real. And then they would walk up and see me smoking a joint inside of it or, you know, using the little radio and announcing on the, on the, on the box that I was going to be hotboxing the vehicle. And people were blown away.
2: Of course, because we grew up in a stigma. We grew up in a stigma where people feel that, you know, drugs are the devil. <laughs> Weed is the devil. Cannabis is the devil. You know, and that's not the case. You know, it's, it's actually a medicine. It's actually something that we use for a peace of mind. You know, there's nothing devilish about this at all. Well,
1: you know you what's know? interesting so. is we all have these things in our in our bodies called cannabinoid receptors, and we actually naturally produce cannabinoids. And when you, cannabinoids are what's found in cannabis. And so I think that it's sort of something that we're naturally, you know, prone to wanting to use and a lot of people don't produce enough cannabinoids. So, it's like I don't think I produce enough cannabinoids. I think I need to add more into my diet and I do so. And so it's kind of interesting, you know, breast milk has cannabinoids in it. So you're getting your first cannabinoids right after you're born essentially, <laughs> you know? Right and right so Exactly. And the there's a a reverend in Hawaii that was actually able to prove and and this was proved in another state recently too, that Jesus used a fragrant cane as an anointing oil. And the description for that anointing oil was cannabis sativa. And people are using it for religious reasons also, but you kind of wonder, like, maybe it made Jesus closer to God, you know? And so do you ever, do you see the difference, like the power that hip hop has uh, to help the cannabis plant?
2: Um, I definitely see the the hip hop and cannabis go one-on-one because, as an artist and as an entertainer, and like just doing music in general, that peace of mind, that clarity of mind, it helps to act that situation sometimes or whatever, according to what type of cannabis user you are. And I feel that anything that helps you to make better, just to make your experience of whatever you're doing, whether it's music or just walking down the street or whatever, you know, just your daily commute in life or whatever, anything that keeps your mind at ease is a fan with me, basically.
1: Right. Well, that's very good. But do you, what do you think the difference would be if Atlanta legalized cannabis overnight?
2: Um, man, there's no telling, man. It'd be it, it's a it's a lot that goes into it, man. You got to think about the streets. You got to think about just the people that are going to abuse it. The people going to profit from it. It's a lot that happens. You know what I'm saying? How I always look at life is somebody has to lose in order for somebody to win. So it's just going to be a whole big conundrum of that. You know, like, there's so many different markets in it, but you're going to have people who want to take advantage of it, people who do it right, people who do it wrong,
0: you know, Absolutely. people who don't need to
2: do it. You know, it's, it's all those types of things you have to think about when it comes to bringing marijuana to a city that uses marijuana anyway, illegally.
1: Right. But isn't that interesting? Like how it can easily overnight change, but then th- your buddy who was arrested six months before is still sitting in jail for twenty years.
2: Yeah, I mean that's crazy. That's that's one thing that I don't agree with, but I just don't understand. I mean, I understand what this government is all about, but it's just it's, it's very, it's very frustrating and infuriating when you have to deal with. And you get accused of things that. Are not that serious. It shouldn't have never been that serious in the first place. Now you you know you living out like no no you don't see no know, government people are going to jail for You know so now they're winning off of it and adding more money to their pockets.
1: Right. No, it's a shame. It's an absolute shame. So hopefully it will change one day, and people will start accepting it and realizing that cannabis is not the devil's drug. And one of the cultures that is probably more affected are, you know the Latinos, people that are not from you know the black culture has accepted cannabis for the most part. I mean, moms smoke it with their kids. You look at Wiz Khalifa and his mom. I mean, they both smoke. but it, it's interesting because a lot of the culture, when I see you know all the Latin moms, those are the ones who are the most scared of cannabis. And I think that's who we need to uh, attack next is, is getting that message out to those lovely ladies. Because they think alcohol is okay and it's not. But
2: <laughs> I know, right?
1: When was the last time you were in Trinidad?
2: Um, This past year for Carnival, which is an amazing experience.
1: What's the cannabis situation like out there?
2: You got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah. A long way to go. Long that's way. Good. Cannabis... You got to think about it from the standpoint of right now, the world that we're living in is a world that has a lot of pride and has a lot of old roots. It's still very close to the beginning of time. Even though we're far from it, we're not that far from it. There's still a lot of traditions and rules that have been made 200 years ago that still act prominent today. We're too close to the beginning of time, in my personal opinion, for everybody to be on the same page how, me and you get it, how Wiz and his mom get it. Whereas, like, don't look at it as, oh, a drug is going to hurt my kid. Look at it for what it is, you know, and so how it can help. Well, you it looks know, like, like I might abuse, have to go to Trinidad Yeah, definitely. I mean, we need work out right there. We need work out right there. We need, we need work. That's all I can say. We need a lot of work.
1: All right. We have a trip planned, and we're going to go to break real fast. When we come back, we'll talk about our exciting trip. <laughs> So we'll be right back with Trinidad James. We're going to listen to Palm Trees. Stay tuned
0: and we'll talk to you in a few. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors.
3: most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I
2: think that's the way to go.
3: Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com
0: Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis confidentials. only on CannabisRadio.com Right now, you're listening to Palm Trees by Trinidad James. <laughs> LA to the bay! Yeah. Palm, trees
2: make oh, yeah. palm trees make California. Oh, Palm trees make California. Oh, my palm trees make California. Oh, my palm trees make California. I oh, say palm trees make California. Hey. 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 I feel like palm trees. Near I like my bitches from the Baylor Hostel. Hey. You better speak when a gangster in the face because these L.A. niggas don't play.
1: Welcome back to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host, Dr. Dina. I've got Trinidad James on the phone right now. And once again, I just want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been an awesome conversation with you, darling.
2: Hey, I always appreciate conversating with you, my dear friend.
1: Yeah, come on. Well, you're going to be at my wedding, so uh, I definitely appreciate (laughs) it. Hey,
2: can't wait. Can't wait.
1: All can't right. Wait, can't wait. Almost there. Almost there. So, uh, I want to talk to you about productivity and cannabis. Do you feel that you are less productive as a human being when you use cannabis or more productive?
2: It's according to the day, man. Sometimes, I mean, most of the time, it, it always helps to add to the productivity. But sometimes, you know, you could smoke the wrong strand and it could just kill the whole day.
1: So you really think it's strain-specific. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. If you learn, you see, a lot of people
2: just smoke to be smoking. But, and that was what I appreciate moving out to L.A. about. It taught me how to smoke as far as what I'm smoking and what is it doing for me. You right. know what I'm saying? Because smoking just in general, doing anything just you were just getting weed. And, you
1: didn't have a choice of what you are getting, right?
2: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So when you get a choice of what you're getting and then you understand what they do and why you feel the way you feel, it just makes you a better smoker and not, like, just this 18-year-old, oh, I need that gas, man. I got to have that gas, Dr. Dana. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you, you're actually, you actually understand it better and realize that Like, oh, man, no, I'm actually better with sativas, you know what I'm saying, because I can focus better on work, what I got to do for life, because life is not smoking weed. It's just a part of my life.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. I love it. It's really true. I mean, I I don't do edibles because it affects me really differently. But I can handle like a very low dose, you know, at night to help me sleep. But when I was at Chalice, I accidentally ate all these donuts, not realizing they were medicated. I ate twenty five of oh, them. The small ones. Yeah. They were small oh, yeah. My goodness, they were so I ate good. twenty five. They were so good. I just devoured them, and then I was a zombie. I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. But you know what, I ate 25 of them, and that was a lot of cannabis. Did I overdose? No. No. Did I sleep great? Yeah. Probably wouldn't have gotten much work done that day. But if I had just smoked what I normally would smoke, I'd be very productive. So I think it's really fascinating.
2: No, definitely. And that's why, I mean, you see, a lot of people just like to do drugs and not understand what they're doing. They just want to do them to say like, oh, I'm doing a drug, I'm high. You know what I'm saying? Some people do do weed, do drugs, whatever, for so many different reasons. I think that we could both agree that the main reason is to feel a little bit better about the day that you're already feeling. Oh, well, whatever, I, you know I think that's that true. a
1: lot of people try to escape from reality, but I don't think cannabis exactly. really is, is the full escape. I mean, I think that's what the harder drugs do. But I think I think yeah. cannabis just makes life a little easier.
2: Yeah, I think cannabis is a good temporary. I think cannabis is better than a cigarette. I agree. In my personal opinion. And I think cannabis is a is a better cigarette. You know, if people smoke the cigarettes to to deal with, it, it's that little buzz of of stress relief from life. But I feel that in cannabis, you can smoke less, get the same buzz, or even more with cannabis than a cigarette. So that's why I'm a bigger fan.
1: Love it. I love it. Well, Trinidad, thank you so much for spending time with us today. I know you have a crazy busy schedule and we've been trying to get this to work for a while, but it is such an honor to have you on. And thank you so much. This was awesome. I know all my listeners are enjoying listening to you and are just you keeping it so real. And this is why I love you because you're just you. Uh, thank well, you again. Thank you again. My pleasure. We're actually out of time, but I want to just thank everyone, including my producer Brasco and Cannabis Radio for making the show possible. And join us next week for another edition of Cannabis Confidential.
2: California, California. Yo, 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 it's your boy, there, James, man. I want to give a big shout out to Cannabis Radio. California. We are no the with the bell. trees make California. Oh. I say trees, trees make California. Hey. California. Hey. I feel hey. like palm trees trees. make California. On oh, my phone.